I, I, I just can't thank enough people. I don't have enough time to thank from the, obviously start with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, Episode 15, Doc and the Hawk. Welcome back. Week one of fantasy football is in the books. There were some heartaches. There was some luck. There were some blowouts. Doc, what do you think so far about this season? Well, I'm still in uh, recovery mode after my massive defeat to Nico, who has a great team. I don't mind, though, losing to the highest scoring player of the week. I think that's just an L that you have to take on the chin. And uh, I'm ready to bounce back this week, baby. Let's go. And Andrew, how about you this week? Good. 1-0. Happy. Um, In my previous few years, I've always started off with a loss. Um, So actually, maybe it bodes badly that I've started with a win this year. Okay, yeah. And joining us today, we have the Kamish for a draft review. Kamish, welcome back. What is this, your third time? Fourth time? Third time, yep. Okay. And uh, how do you feel Thank about you. your week one? It was a uh, it was a battle. Uh, I'm devastated. We'll Clock. talk about it a lot more soon. Yeah, we will. Worry. Okay, good. We're I have a lot to, to say about bit. it. <laughs> um, first. But first, we have a message from the U.S. from a young gentleman named Mike. Hey, fellas! First time, long time. Really enjoying the pod so far after 14 episodes. After an 0 three start in all three of my leagues, I need you to change my mind on why I shouldn't trade Nick Chubb. A couple stats here to help my viewpoint. Kareem Hunt has outscored Chubb 7 out of the 10 past weeks in PPR scoring. My league is also half point PPR. And week one, Hunt got 9 first down snaps and Chubb got 7. Seems to me that Hunt is going to have a bigger role than I expected. Is this a sell high moment or should I stay put? Also, I'd like to make a generous $1,000 donation to the Tyreek School of Boys. Thanks, fellas. Okay, thanks for the message, and we'll be expecting that check. You can send it to us here. And, uh, yeah, the uh, email is at the bottom. The, uh, the the mailing address for the check is at the bottom of Spotify, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, doc at gmail.com. And we need the $1,000, so that would be great. Um, it's good that Tyreek School is booming. That's probably the second second donation we've gotten him and uh baby bro wilson i think that's right baby bro gave some money i think um now we have probably the most contentious question in every fantasy league that's right what the hell did he mean by first time long time (laughs) what what does this even mean also confused me yeah i wasn't really sure what that meant and then we had to look up we had we had to go on the internet and figure something out first time caller Right. Long time. Listener. Okay. All right. So we've sorted that out. That confused me for a while. An 0-3 start in three leagues is a tough way to start. But getting back to the Chubb versus Hunt debate. Well, firstly, before we start that, I'd like to say if you're in three leagues, you're spreading yourself thin anyway. I think your attention is a bit... Yeah, your attention's a bit thin. So focus on one league, first of all. Yeah, I try to to kind of narrow it down because then you... Who knows who you're even rooting for at that point? That's true. You're rooting for everybody. Yeah. So I'd I'd narrow down to two maximum. 
That'll be the first step, I think. Yeah. Fair enough. And what about this uh, Kareem Hunt character and the Nicholas Chubb? And the commission, the commission, as you know, is a Browns fan, so we're gonna get his his feeling as a fan of the franchise. So, what do you think, Mish? All right. Well, specifically for last week's game, Hunt might have gotten more first down rushes or plays. However, that came at the end of a blowout. Garbage time. It was garbage time stuff. Which, but they still count. Um, but he got... The reason he was played so much was because of the situation. Uh, they went with Chubb at the beginning of the game. Same with the game today, where uh, Chubb was dominant in the beginning of the game. Yes, they went to Hub, uh, Hunt later on, and he performed very well, but Chubb is the number one guy. Hunt is the backup, but a very good backup. So would you, would you right now, though... So this is the the real question is yeah I think we know Chubb is gonna get more touches, for in real football, in fantasy would you trade Chubb now for you could get most players in fantasy football for Chubb right now most players, what do you think? Um, well, as a Chubb owner for the past two years, I think regardless of what Hunt is doing. Chubb is still going to perform and still going to put up points. Should every week. Yes. Like it, it shown today. Even though it was against the Bengals that didn't look great, it showed today that the Browns can have two productive running backs. Mm. And you'd like to think that after a few more weeks, maybe by week five, by week six, there'll be a bigger gap between Chubb and Hunt. I think. Um, so, if your friend's question was, who would I rather have, Chubb or Hunt? Then well, it's more, would it's, you trade Would you Chubb? trade it? Would yeah, trade again, it depends. Like, okay, so let's have a hypothetical situation. Would you trade Hunt for... For Chubb um, for... Sorry, Chubb for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends where you drafted Chubb. But, like, yeah, I would trade Chubb for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Do you think anyone's going to offer you that, though? After uh, DeAndre's I, week one? Again, I, again, I think you'll have, to, you'll have to chuck in somebody from your bench to get Hopkins. Yeah. I think Hopkins is going to catch 130 passes this year. Could be. Uh, and if it is half-point PPR, you're not going to... Yeah, I, I'd trade Chubb for Hopkins, yeah. I think a lot of this question comes down to two things. What is the deal that you yeah. can get? Like, what's the best what, price What's your you need? Get? And Yeah, exactly. What, what what's you your need? team makeup? What and, do you need? And the last thing is, what do you think about the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> How bad do you think this team's going to be? The defense on the secondary, and, and I'm sorry to bring up your team like this, Commission. Mm. But if you think that this team is going to lose most of their games or they're going to be you know, in, in negative game strip scripts, that might not help Chubb's season. Yeah, that, that helps Hunt. And that's why I think in week one Hunt was featured more because they were behind. They were behind from the beginning. They walked into the stadium behind. <laughs> they, they were mm. like, that's the mm. Chiefs. The Chiefs going to beat everybody. Or the Ravens. Either. Yeah, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the teams, the, the Steelers, the teams that the Browns have to play are quite good. So Hunt is going to get a lot of action in games where they've, they're losing by a lot. They're going to rest Chubb in those games. But in the games where they're, they have a shot, Chubb, I think, will get, his run, will get more run. Also, yeah, I think if Chubb today, if Chubb didn't get his second touchdown, that second touchdown to Hunt would have gone to Chubb. Possibly. They were like, Chubb's got his touches, we're Maybe. doing all right, let's like yeah, let's give Hunt his go. But that goal line touch would have gone to Chubb. But I if think. you can get somebody good for Chubb right now, I would seriously think about trading him. If it depends who you can get. 
If you can get Devontae Adams or Hopkins or Dalvin Cook, would you trade Dalvin Cook and something for Chubb? I don't think anyone's going to trade you. What Dalvin if you Cook if you if you package somebody with Chubb? Maybe. 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 I, I think the market is down on Chubb right now after those two weeks. Even after a twenty-four point 25, game, yeah, twenty-five, 25 yeah. points today. Just because of the hunt, hunt factor. Yeah, it's it's hard to if you could get a a number one wide receiver for Chubb, I would seriously consider doing it. Also, we don't know what's going to happen when the trade window opens. Because some people were saying that they actually signed Hunt to, to a deal, yeah, to trade. so it would make it easier to trade him for some draft yeah. picks. People, so you never know. Hunt could be gone for the second half of the season. People we are, never know. but people are also saying that they signed him so that Chubb could never hold out. Chubb can't hold out for the rest of his time as a Brown because they have Hunt. Right. So if they, Chubb, they, they'll just let him hold out and he won't get paid. Yeah. Why? I mean, what I would say about Chubb is that he doesn't strike me as a player that would do that. However, it now just seems the norm. He can't. Well, he can't now. I mean, he couldn't hold out now because they're not going to pay him. They they have Hunt, and I like. I don't see a big difference talent wise between them. Like if they're playing, I don't think there's you lose. You don't lose or gain much if either one's playing. Commission, you agree on that? You think they're pretty much the same player? Uh, no, I think Chubb is the superior player personally. Um, Hunt, the first two games has been an improvement on his first eight games as a Brown from last year. But Chubb is a better player. And should you trade him? Well, no, I don't think you should. I think his value is the same as it was when he was drafted. So if you can get fair value on a trade for what you mm-hmm. originally think his value was, sure, you should. But I don't think his value yeah, depends, has gone down. It depends where personally. you picked him, too. Yeah, it depends I, where you picked him. The, the draft's finished now. I yeah. don't think you can think about... The, where you drafted yeah, a guy, yeah. but I think his value hasn't gone down from the beginning. Yeah, of the I don't year. think his value. I think he's mm. still. I th- I think he's a middle second round pick. That is where I like where I think he would go. Set early to middle second round. That's his value. I don't think he, it's gone down, but I, you just don't like that. There's another player there who has so far this season outscored him. Sure, but there has been a case. Remember the the, uh, the Saints a few years ago yep. when we had Kamara and Mark Ingram? It is yeah, possible, it's possible to have two top yeah. ten running backs on the same team. It's mm-hmm. possible, but usually the team has to be pretty damn good. And I don't think that the Browns are going to be in game scripts yeah. where they can run. It's like all about that. the defense. It's going to be about if you have a good defense, if you have a good O-line, if, you are in every, if you're dominating every game. You can have two thousand yard rushers, and also Ingram and Kamara are very different players. And Ingram Hunt di- and Chubb are kind of similar. Ingram didn't go over a thousand mm. yards rushing. He, which is you know, he went he more he they had, had, one, had like, two one thousand yard scrimmage. Yeah. yeah, two one thousand from scrimmage where he got like eight hundred uh, receiving yards and like six or seven hundred uh, rushing. So if that is the case in this, that's possible. That's more likely, I'd say. Where Chubb goes for like twelve hundred, and Kareem Hunt goes for like five six hundred rushing and like six seven hundred receiving maybe. It does seem like for the Browns this year, it's the receiving backs that are the best part of that offense, and it's Baker and the receivers that yeah. are kind of struggling at this point in the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can get a good if you can get a good deal for him, trade him. But if you can't, then I would just hold on and ride it out because he's gonna have good weeks. Send us in your trade offers, Mike. Yeah, and then we'll 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 see we'll tell you if they're good or not. Um, but yeah, thanks for the message. Hopefully, we get more messages coming in from all over the place. 
All over the world. All over the world. We got some in Philadelphia, some in New York. Not really a a large (laughs) difference in uh, location, but... Literally halfway around the world, though. We're literally spreading. We're spreading. Okay. Now... Let's move on. Next up. uh, Kamish, we have your draft up here, uh, and we're going to review it. Oh, it looks good. Okay. Yeah, you like it. Well, remember... Oh, it looks good. Ladies and gentlemen, Kamish was drafting from the sixth spot. Right in the middle of the pack. Mm, mm. Superflex League, remember. Um, who was your first pick, Commission? Oh, let's do four. Let's Ooh. do your first four. First pick was Lamar COVID-8 Jackson. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams was my second pick. Travis Kelsey, third. And Matthew Stafford, fourth. Okay. So the, the, the one notable thing we're going to bring up is there's no running backs picked in the first four rounds. Mm. Oh, and there's no the running backs picked in the rounds. first seven rounds from the commission. And we'll talk Eight about rounds. that. But let's, let's do the players first. Okay. Before we get to the overall strategy, yep. mm-hmm. um, what do you think about Lamar Jackson this year as a Browns fan? Mm. I didn't hesitate think, uh, taking Lamar whatsoever. Um, I was very surprised he was there, actually. I didn't expect him to be at six. I thought he would be taken in the first five. I was doing backflips when Soundguy Keith took Kamara at four because I knew I was going to get one of the good quarterbacks. Let me ask you this. Um, If the two big quarterbacks had gone before you, what were you looking at at sixth position? Were you looking at an RB? Were you looking at... No, I was taking Deshaun Watson. So you were always going to go quarterback at six. I was always going to go quarterback. Ooh, I, I, oh. I did mark that. I thought it was going to be Wilson. And but. if Mahomes was there, would you have taken Mahomes? Obviously. Yes. If that's that obvious. I think it is. Fair enough. So you're obviously delighted with your pick. Yep, and after the first week, I am even happier. Nice. All right, fair enough. I think everyone knows that Lamar Jackson is an MVP contender this year once again. Certainly. Um, Rogers so scored more. Yeah, it's true, but we all know uh, Lamar is, is looking good. Um, and then on, on the second round, you got a man called Devontae Adams. Yeah, big game. I took him last year. He didn't deliver, but I went in with a plan this year. I said to myself, if Devontae is there at the second round, I'll take him. I thought there was a decent chance, based on tendencies in the league with running backs, that he would fall to me. Right. Uh, I was surprised Bagoa took... Julio it just before me, um, and again I was doing backflips when Devonte was still there. In hindsight, I didn't even realize that Deshaun was still on the board, uh, who I would have taken at six. Wow, you did on the back to back. Absolutely, yeah. I, I well, I'm gonna see how the season plays out, but it's in the back of my mind I might have made a mistake. Wow. Yeah. That would have been a, a headline decision right there. So that's the back-to-back QB at six. So what we talked about last week was, you know, one pick you could get back. Would that be the pick you'd want to redo? I want to see how the season plays okay. out. But, maybe, but yeah. I think it's got to be the fourth pick. I was, yeah. Um, yeah, I immediately started looking to Nico to trade for Watson uh-huh. after the uh, draft concluded. Because I thought Deshaun in the third round, wow, that's a steal. But, you know, after the first week, it looks good. Yep. We'll roll with it. We'll see what happens. Would, would you have taken Devontae? He was your second receiver. Yep. Like, Definitely. over Julio. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Travis Kelsey, you went tight end, one mm-hmm. of the early big two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matthew Stafford in the fourth. Yeah, I wanted two big quarterbacks, and I think he has the potential to be one of those mm-hmm. top 
top eight, top seven, eight yeah, quarterbacks. He looked pretty good this week. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, Galladay's injured. Yeah. So I think mm. that will affect him, hopefully, mm. for my sake. Well, and if Galladay Swift had have caught that touchdown, would have exactly. been a different story. Yeah. Exactly. And then you you still neglected the RB. So we're yeah. gonna you, you went a zero RB strategy. I think we can start talking about that now. Okay. Yeah, now. We're, we're four, we're we're four, four picks deep. in. Obviously, you already uh, alluded to the fact that our league is extremely RB heavy. Mm. So I'm assuming that your thought process was, I'm going to zig whilst the, the league zags. Is that is that what you were thinking? Yeah, I thought I could get some value. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some There's some oversight on value from the rest of the league that I could take advantage of. And, you know, when you're taking guys like James Conner or Leonard Fournette or Le'Veon Bell in the third round, I don't see any value yeah. in that. I'd rather take a certainty or near certainty in Travis Kelsey or a DK Metcalf or a yeah, Devontae I th- Adams I, above I, a, you know, a dicey running back. Yeah, pick. I definitely agree with that, with that second tier of running backs after probably Chris Carson. I think that, you know, Connor, I would have went Gordon over those three. I mean, personally. And, like, you could get Gordon much later. I would have gone Gurley or Taylor over them. Yeah. I mean, I think that Gordon, Taylor, Gurley is a better yeah. tier than Connor, Fournette, Bell. Yeah. 100% sure. agree. Yeah, yeah. And, then, like, and we, we can see that from the way the season has started that those three are better. So, yeah, I think the third round, like, it does get a bit crazy in the league with people picking running backs early because then you got people picking like those running backs where you could get a really good wide receiver or quarterback. DK Metcalf in the fifth, um, Boyd in the sixth, and then Drew Locke in the seventh. And we'll keep going and we'll say the eighth, Marlon Mack, which I think you traded him later, but mm-hmm. he's out for the year, so we don't have to talk Who about that. Who did you that. get for Marlon Mack? Philip Lindsay. Okay, oh, yeah, right. so they're both out at the – well, Mack's out for the year. Lindsay's out for a couple of weeks, maybe mm. a week or two, maybe. Mm. Mm. Okay, Metcalf. What's your thinking of Metcalf? Metcalf in the fifth. I think he's a monster. <laughs> he is as physically gifted as any wide receiver. Um, you know, they've got who's their other wide receiver? Lockett. They've got Lockett, and I like Lockett. Don't get me wrong, I like Lockett. But Metcalf is the kind of guy he can catch balls in traffic. He can outrun the defense. He can do anything, and I think he's going to emerge as Russ's number one option. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a touchdown machine in waiting. I, I just I picked it on potential. I think he's going to yeah. be a, okay. a monster. He's like a comparative to like Julio Jones. Well, at the uh, combine, at the I combine, physic is a physical. I mean, it's his second year, so that but like physically wise, he's, he's very similar. To but Jones. what about like so? Russell Wilson was thirty-one for thirty-five this week. Yeah. The four drops were by DK Metcalf. And there were some bad drops. Yeah, there were. There were some real bad that's drops. That's Abs- Yeah, um, sure. That's the only... Like, he, I think, is a bigger home run threat than Lockett, obviously. Uh, probably better touchdown production than Lockett. Mm-hmm. But I'd say there that's kind of going to be a week-by-week thing. Yeah. I think they're pretty close. They're very close. The only, the only reason why I had Lockett ranked over Metcalf was because he will catch probably more passes. And what other targets... They have Olsen. They have Olsen and but, I mean, Carson. Carson. I know, but... They have those two. They have those yeah. two receivers, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you have so, the, the best quarterback right now. Yeah. Maybe the best quarterback, maybe the best player. That has never right. had um, an MVP vote. Yeah, that's Not crazy. one MVP vote in his entire career. But yeah, I like wow. Metcalf as well. I was I was focusing on either getting Lockett or Metcalf. 
Like, I wanted mm-hmm. either one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you picked him in the fifth, I was like, okay, well, then hopefully Lockett will come to me. And, yeah, he did. And you so, got him. Yeah. All right, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. Big day did, today. Did you play him today? Yep. Big oh, game. Big yeah. game. How many points? Uh, 16, nice. I think. 16. Yeah. Well, my theory with him is uh, Wookie, a rookie, Wookie, a rookie <laughs> quarterback. You know, it's tough for a rookie quarterback. I think they're more prone to going for intermediate or short passes, especially early. Um, and Boyd is a possession slot kind of receiver. I thought he'd, e- even if the team was struggling, Boyd would be a... Still get... He'd get his catches. He'd get his, his it, touchdown was... Was that the last one? I like right, the right, right at the end. Okay, so right at the end. Right at the end of the game. Bit a bit lucky. lucky. Yeah. Definitely a bit yeah. lucky. And his first game was disappointing. But I, I just feel like he'll be the... Uh, the security blanket kind of receiver right. yeah, for yeah. Um, Cincinnati. For Cincinnati. For, oh, what did you think of all the AJ Green this this morning? Uh, I only watched the first half. I saw him drop a lot of balls and not be uh, efficient, and and so I. But, but at the same good, time, right? yeah. But at the same time, I didn't see Boyd open very often or or Burrow looking for him. Uh, but he ended up with good stats, mm-hmm. so I'll I take think, it. I mean, I like Boyd. Um, he has 2,000-yard seasons back-to-back. Mm. Um, I like A.J. Green, too, but A.J. Green didn't look that crisp today. Mm. They gotta, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Yep. The Bengals are going to have to throw it they're a lot. Going to. Burrow is a pretty accurate passer so far. I, I like Boyd. I mean, he's very dependable. He'll probably get you... You know, nine to eleven, nine hundred to eleven hundred yards. He's week. a solid flex player. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. he's a flex. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Drew Locke. Um, now this is where I started to have another problem. I think I, I love Matthew Stafford. I, yeah, I, I think, think I was the only one that had him in my top ten quarterback uh, rankings this year preseason. So I I love him, but I think at four that was maybe a little bit of a reach. I think you could, probably could have got him in the sixth round. Yeah. Honestly. You could have got oh, him. Uh, okay, I, I that surprises so. me, but I, I, I believe so. Maybe not the sixth, but I think, yeah, definitely the fifth. Maybe the fifth. All right, but then Drew in the seventh. You have probably, mm-hmm. yeah, the best, or one of the one of the best, because I'm looking at the other teams, one of the best backup quarterbacks yeah. if Locke comes to fruition. Yeah. Right. My only problem is, and I respect the zero RB strategy in this mm. league, I think that was a, a strong play from you, sir. Mm. Thank My you. My problem is, I think you're overpaying... For quarterbacks, mm. and that comes at a cost. Mm. Your RB thing. We're, we're, we'll talk about your RB we're, soon. Which mm. we'll get to it right now. But Locke, yeah, maybe he'll be good this year. He looked okay. He had his moments. So after the Locke, game. the QBs that you could have had. Mayfield, Baker, Newton, Minshew, Goff, Cousins, Goff, Cannon. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd still take Locke's potential over all of them. Uh-huh. Over Cam Newton? Um... As yeah, your QB I, as a three. three. This yeah. is QB three. I was not. I'm not. Before the game started, I was not sold on Newton. I mean, he'd been injured for a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he might get injured again soon. Exactly. And his passing, I'm as, not sold on. As either. a third QB, I just say Cam has much more upside than Drew Locke. But he's yeah, yeah, probably. But I think Cam Newton, I'm not sold. After the game, we can talk about it now. I'm really not sold in the passing game. At all from New England, yeah. Yeah. not sold on that yeah. at all. And that he is... gets twelve rushing touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. that, that's why I didn't draw. Exactly. So you need passes. to you need to hope he gets yeah over ten rushing touchdowns. Yes. And I think he's going. And I think he will. I think yeah. he probably will. They're going to run him into the ground. Yeah. Well, my my theory on Locke is that Denver are an improving team. Mm-hmm. They drafted a lot of skill. Judy looked pretty good to me in the first game. 
Unfortunately, Sutton was injured, and their second round wide receiver is injured, who's yep. a, he's a big, not a, he's actually quite and short, Ju- but he's a big time, a big, big uh, play, big play guy, big play threat. Judy dr- dropped three, two or three like real good could throws have the game. that could have yep. changed the whole game. Uh, no offense, they got the running backs. Like I, I just think the Denver offense has potential yep. to really explode this year. So yeah, he is my third. Uh, quarterback, but if he proves to be a, a high-scoring fantasy player, that's an asset for me that I can a trade as yeah. possibly. To be, to, be on, to be honest, like the running backs, if you didn't go running back at Boyd or Metcalf, go. There's not really much after. Drew. Why, why would I take Kerry you know, Johnson? You, yeah, why, why would, would I take Philip Lindsay? Why would you take or Madison a- at that point? Or Madison. I don't see. Yeah, so I, there wasn't really a. Uh, anybody there for you to take? I do think though, in the fifth and sixth round, you had Hunt and Mostert. If you had those as your RBs, yeah, you'd be a, that would have been yeah. a, a real powerful position. Well, I mean, if you take Hunt as your number one running back, uh, you're relying on a backup. Yeah, I don't know if that's a great position to be in. Yeah. He has performed well the first two games, but long term. And you did score a lot this know. week. You scored more. You oh, the, the fourth, fourth highest scoring. score this week. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Marlon yeah. Mack injured. Zach Moss. Didn't look great in his debut, but saved you with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really sure what you, we got there. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what we yeah. got. Deontay Johnson, is he still on your roster? Oh, yeah. Uh, he, good he led, good led, player. Led Steelers in targets. So the next four picks, we got Deontay Johnson. Great. He's He looked good. Yeah. He looked very good. He looked shook in the beginning, but like when he muffed the punt. But then he looked good after that. Tony Pollard, A.J. Dillon, who's off-roster, I think. Yeah. And Austin, and Austin Hooper, who is also off-roster. Yeah. Off um, Pollard. A lot, a lot of changes. Yeah, a lot. That's what we're saying. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, fair enough. Only at the but bottom. The, the, the bottom ones. I think ones if you look are, at the bottom, a lot. Of everybody them has changed a lot. Yeah, now. everybody yeah. has changed a lot. So we'll focus a little bit on Deontay Johnson. That's a good pick. That's great. Fourth wide receiver, Tony Pollard is a good handcuff. Somebody has to own him. Um, but yeah, like the only thing about this draft is just no running backs. You go in zero running backs. You're, yeah, you're committed I mean, to it. If I'm only going to play two a week, yeah, you and I'm banking on my other positions yeah. scoring above average, then I don't need great yeah. running backs. I don't think it, based on your four wide receivers, you don't need a running back in the flex, right? You don't at all. Sure. So, but the yeah, the only thing is you don't have one running back. Where you could really yeah. like if you had one really good running back or yeah. one so so, you I think even like a Montgomery, you'd it, probably be a bit better shape. Again, I don't think I can rely on a Montgomery yeah, for, for points. You can't, you know. What about yeah. Zach Moss though? I mean, who who are your starting RBs this week? Uh, the running back for the uh, Rams, uh, Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown, and Zach Moss. Yeah. So look, I'm I'm banking. I'm trying to get ten points from my running backs each a week, which mm-hmm. isn't a tall order. I'd be happy with ten for each. You know, Ma- Malcolm Brown had two touchdowns. He had twenty five points. Yeah. I don't expect that every week. Could be good. Though. But if he's the starter, that's that's perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think happy with that. Y- y- did you get him off the waiver wire? Was that a trade? What happened? How no, did you free get free agent pickup? Free agent, waiver, free agent. Yeah. That, that was a great move. Yeah, he didn't get drafted. I think that might have saved your draft. Honestly, if he is the RB he, in the, in the Ram, yeah. for the Rams, that might have saved your. Draft. Yeah, if he's Absolutely. the RB one, that'll make your draft fine because you can live with one RB. Like mm. I think, if you have four good wide receivers, you can live with one 
It's, it's part of my strategy like, oh, that you can pick up a running back in free agency. Yep. Uh, of all the positions to pick up a viable starter, it's running back. Yep. I just think you've put a lot of draft capital in one player for mm. like an individual position. So you've got like Devontae Adams, who is like your standout receiver. Mm. Kelsey, who's like your standout mm. tight end. Mm. You've got Lamar. If there's like one horrible injury, mm. then that's like... If you if you get an injury to one of your top four, then like well his wide receiver well, depth is no the wide the wide receiver, receiver I think you can fine. cover and my quarterback, and my quarterback depth, is depth is fine I don't know Stein Stafford and Drew Lock every week that'd be hard yeah yeah but like that would be if, if, if Lamar got an yeah, injury yeah. of course not happen which which, yeah, which obviously hopefully yeah <laughs> we don't want that to happen of course I'm just saying like we can say that for everyone no no but no when you go that the way that you did it I think. Each position. Yeah, is, I think is, going is, quarterback, tight end, top three picks. Yeah, you're leaving yourself exposed to one injury there, leaving you naked in the middle of the road, waiting to be hit by a truck. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I, I, I mean, if, if you choose a running back with your first pick and you don't pick suitable backups, you're going to be weak at running back as well. Right. I, I, I think it's the same for every position, personally. And I, I think I am quite safe wide receiver and quarterback. Running back's the problem, yeah. but that's running back my plan. Is, uh, I don't mind yeah. that I'm weak at running yeah, back. Yeah, running back is probably the problem. Is the problem, but yeah. Um, but you did score the fourth most points. Yeah. So uh, let, let, let's end this real yeah. quick. Uh, so the last three picks. Who? Well, AJ Dillon is not in your team. Right? No. Okay. No. Um, Cooper gone. Nikhil Harry gone. Barber's right? gone. And Barber gone. Okay. Wow. So like we we've. Done your draft. Um, yeah, no running backs, all wide receivers. A great strategy. Um, I just have a problem with the QB selection. For me, it was a little bit early, mm. but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I would have liked enough. to see you pick somebody like Mostert or Singletary or Montgomery at some point just to give you some semblance of stability at running back. Or Hunt on your own or team Hunt, as yeah. well. But, like, again, mm. this is this was what the strategy you wanted. And after one week... If you, keep, if you keep scoring 135 yeah. points a week, you're going to win Works games. Well. So, um, can't say much now, but I don't know if you could count on Devontae getting 35. No, I though, can't. Definitely. Um, <laughs> each week. But, yeah, overall it was. Um, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. might be a new trend. All right, let's talk about the waivers. Let's do the waiver wire rewind. Oh, David. God. There, there's, some, there's some things here. There's some news. Uh, Naheem Hines was obviously the number one waiver pickup for most of the fantasy league because Malcolm Brown was rostered in our league. Ten bids. Ten bids. Everyone picked it. Everybody I didn't Everybody but two. Yeah. Everybody but... Oh, sorry, 12. Everybody but two people bid on Naheem Hines. Um, the bids range from $6 to a mind-numbing... I, I, I can't believe it. $77. Oh, my from God. From Dale Dallas Manning. He has messaged the podcast. He's messaged going deep and asked us, please be nice to him. Well, we're not going to be nice. We can't be. I don't think we can. How can we be nice after such an obscene bid of 77% of your fab for a man called Naheem Hines? And if you watch that game, Naheem Hines is a change of back, third down back, right? Change of pace, third down back. He's going to get his touches, but Jonathan Taylor is going to eat now. It's Jonathan Taylor's time to eat. It, like, he's going to touch the ball. He's going to be getting all the rushes. He's going to be getting a percentage of the catches. 
I mean, this is Taylor's time. We, we know why Dale did this. First waiver wire. He has a hundred bucks to spend. He, no, he's he, gonna spend he, all, yeah. almost all of it. He yeah. didn't even have a hundred bucks. He, he spent. He's already spent like ten bucks on someone. <laughs> he I don't has know like ten who. bucks left. Um, Dale wanted to make a splash. Yeah. In the first waiver wire, we all know it. I think uh, he just wanted to be on the show. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I think he's wanted to. He wanted to get the show. attention that he yeah. spent seventy-seven dollars on a third down back. He he's positioning to... himself as the Jerry Jones of he, our league. Exactly. I think. Yeah. yeah, but unlike the NFL. You run out of fab money in this league. Like, <laughs> I mean, even Ian at 43 is and high. Niku yeah, at those 40, are high for me. Those like, I'd say about, I, I bid 25. 31 I think, is the highest I would I think 30 went. is about right. Yeah, but, 30. like, the ones above that. 33 is the highest I would have went. Let 30. me ask you this, Kamish. Why did you not bid here? As a, as a committer to the zero RB strategy, a huge RB thing comes up week one, mm. potential starter on a great team. Uh, a great, a good team with a great offensive line. You mm. weren't even tempted at all to make a bid. Two points. First of all, I think Hines, his position in the team doesn't change. He remains in the same uh, pass-catching position role. as before, yeah. the same role. So his value hasn't actually increased because of the injury. It's only going to decrease from this point on, I think. Well, I'm not sure about that. I just don't think... He improves. I think Taylor takes the majority of the rushes, especially early on. And Hines is the pass catcher, like in the first game, like at the beginning of the depth chart for the year. Second reason, I just knew there'd be a big rush on him, and I wouldn't get him. I, wouldn't, I, I was not going to bid enough money to get him. So I, so I didn't bother. From what I saw, yeah, Taylor is going to be the one who you would obviously... Want from I mean, Hines, even going back to last year, he was a... He's a pass catcher. He's a back. pass catcher. He got, so. what I, from what I saw, like, yeah, he scored two touchdowns this week. I don't see him scoring more than five for the year. I would be surprised if he scored more than five or six. Um, Taylor had more yards, more touches. They're going to let Taylor eat now that Max has gone. And, mm. I mean, yeah, Hines, his role hasn't changed. Mm. And so paying 80 bucks, 77 bucks for him, pointless. Indeed. And let me just say, uh, Steve Smith... That Jonathan Taylor selection in the what fourth round was it? Risky, but it worked. Oh my God, that paid off for you, sir. Yeah, it could win the league. That's complete luck. It could honestly win the league. Complete luck, but that's a league-defining or a season-defining move right there. If he becomes who people think, and he looked good. If you watch the game, he looked good. We all knew he was a good player. If he becomes who everybody thinks he's going to become, he could be a top five pick in next year's draft. Certainly a first rounder. He's a first rounder. Guaranteed, round almost. Yeah, next and he needs that now that Connor. Yeah. When he was the first few like touches, he looked horrible. Yeah, Connor looks bad. Let's Connor, not talk about Steve yet. We'll get him on the pod. Yeah. Uh, next waiver wire. Uh, this was a bit of a head scratcher for me. It was yeah. more than a head scratcher actually. Kamish, you you put. Thirty-one dollars mm. on the Washington Football Team defense. Mm. Yes, <laughs> and the next highest bid was, was Niku with zero dollars. Correct. Okay. I think you won that one, Kamish. <laughs> uh, what was your reasoning behind this? All right. Well, <laughs> sorry. Let me ask you all a question right now. Who who was the number one defense last year? The Pats or the 49ers? Okay, Pats, let's just right? say yeah. this: the Patriots. I think it was the Patriots. They were drafted in our league. 
Were they? Yeah. I think well, Lowell drafted yeah, yeah. him. Lowell no, drafted I don't think so. No, I think it was a waiver wire. I think are, are you sure Lowell didn't draft him? No. no, 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 no. Oh, last year, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, they were wavered, uh, I think. Sound guy Keith will look it up quick. No, though. that would definitely pick up. But The Steelers I picked up on the way. Don't wire. worry about what I did. If someone came to you last year in week two and said, I'll, you can have the New England defense for $35, would you take them? What, with hindsight? Yeah. Yes, of with course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a situation in which this is valuable yeah. and not a horrible thing to do. Now, we can't see into the future, and we I, I don't think they're going to be as good as the Patriots. That, However... My, my issue... Sorry to interrupt. My issue yeah. isn't picking them up. Yeah. My issue is thinking... $31. $31. Are, like, are, are they going to be like in demand? If I if I wanted them, I would be like, no one else is gonna bid on them. Yeah, I would have been like I mean, two, I'd bid on two dollars or two. Okay, I thought I made a miscalculation. <laughs> I thought they would be in demand. I mean, they scored yeah. twenty nine points. They got eight sacks. They did great. Two interceptions. Yes, Philadelphia has injury. Philadelphia has injuries, um, but they were dominant yeah. and look. If you get a top five defense, you can win. It's it. worth. Oh, yeah. Any price. If, if it works it out, is worth 31 bucks is a steal. I'll put course. one little quick note about the Washington football team defense. Mm. They do remind me a bit of how the 49ers were built or yes. are built, except the Washington football team has no offensive plan. So I think you're like one year ahead of, I think next year, if they sort out their offense, they might make the playoffs this year mm. based on good defense. But I think next year, if they sort out their offense, the Washington football team defense is going to be really good next year because it's just hard if the offense is going three and out to keep put the defense out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I do see where your thinking is because they have seven like studs up front. Yeah, and, and you did say way before the season even yeah. started that you're really I'm high back, on the Washington. I'm back defense. in. I'm backing myself yeah, on exactly, the defense, yeah. and I, I'm sort of dirty. I didn't take him in the first place. Um, I did think about. Did you take switching any out. defense? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't draft. But I took Denver, and they've killed me again after yeah. last year. I don't know why I went back to them. But just about Fab, I just got to say um, to all the little squirrels out there that are squirreling all their little nuts yeah, and saving saving their nuts for the winner, like oh. seven dollars for this guy. Oh no, 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 three dollars for this guy. Oh no, like. You know, you know what happens to the squirrel that saves too much? I Fucking cougar eats him before <laughs> before he gets to winner. Okay. So, Wait, do, do they I, have squirrels and cougars in Australia? No, they don't. They don't have squirrels. <laughs> where, but where do squirrels and cougars ever meet? In, the, in North America. America. North America. Of I just course. like that it was like a squirrel and a cougar. I like. That, so, like, while I'm going out, I'm having fun, I'm fucking other squirrels and blah, blah, blah. If you want to you know, keep your little nuts for another day... I couldn't agree more. I'm, with... I'm sorry, but, you know, there's going to come a day when you think a big, juicy nut. Oh, they're all, look at this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get this guy. There's going to be eight other people with 100 fab to go for this guy. Right. Only one's going to get him. You're right. Just fucking spend on who you think will do well. Exactly. 31 yeah. for the Washington football team <laughs> defense, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Keith, sound guy Keith has confirmed Lowell they were not last picked. year yeah, they draft the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they were. There you go. Yeah. 
All right, now let one more waiver. We can't do all the waiver wire talk. Let's just do one more. The other big name this uh, week was obviously uh, Benny Snell, the uh, the backup, quote unquote backup, mm. running who back looks much better the than the starter. He in did. Everybody's opinion who could see it. Um, and, and we have the winner here at yeah. the table right now. I, I John, you won this. Twenty-five. Tied bids. Tied with Brian. A lot of bids on this one. There's eight bids. Um, tied with Brian, but I was above him in the waiver order. That's right. That's why you got him. Um, Dale put Dale a dollar on <laughs> Benny Snell. 77 on Hines. Uh, Kamish, you also wanted Benny Snell because you're close in this with 23. Yeah. yeah. I, I had 26. I took it away. Yeah. So can you would have taken it. Why did you like Snell over Hines? Um, I actually had Snell on my team last year for a certain amount of time. I think he, you know, he, he's a good back. And I didn't watch the game last week. I'm just going off reports and everything. But he seemed to do well, kind of seemed to be injured. I liked his potential from last year. So it was worth a shot, but he wasn't He wasn't given the go-ahead as being the starter. Yeah, so I didn't go all in. I would have been happy if I got him at that price. And it looks like Connor's playing this week. Connor's going to yeah, play him. So but I think the one thing, and this goes back to Naheem Hines, Naheem Hines' role doesn't change, right? Mm. For 77 bucks, his role is the same. But Benny St- Snell, for 25 bucks has the potential to be the lead back in uh, for yeah. the Steelers. And Connor yeah, has a history yeah. of... Yeah. Various different injury issues. Naheem yeah. Hines will most likely never be a three-down back. Snell could be at least a two-down back with some pass catching, yeah. but that's debatable. We don't really good. know. He looked, he looked good. good. And you got to remember, Snell's uh, opposition for the the spot, Connor, looked terrible. He last looked week. horrible. Yeah. 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 Jonathan Taylor is an absolute monster. Ta- First round pick next yeah. year. Taylor's like, monster. Dale, what the hell were you doing? Yeah, I think we we all know that. I mean, Naheem Hines kind of hit some sort of a peak crazy for the bit. I'd like to say someone got Frank Gore for $3. Mike, I think. Mike, Mike, Mike okay. went Frank Well, he went Frank Gore. He's <laughs> a... I thought about picking him up. Coming up after this, we're going to do a week one review, ladies and gentlemen, so stick around for that. Let's just have a quick break and then a message from our sponsor. Seeking absolution from sins both in this world and the next? Have some crimes you'd like to sweep under the rug? Big Ben's Bible Belt Bunch. Come and join us and absolve yourself in the cooling cream of Ben's love. Can't stop touching yourself? Problems with Pornhub? Thanks to Big Ben, I haven't come in three years. Have some founded allegations hanging over your head? Join us at Big Ben's Bible Bunch. We'll help you heal. We'll get rid of all those unnecessary problems. From the liberal conspiracy theories to any sort of miscreant deeds you've done. Absolution's only a phone call away. Let Ben lead you on the path to your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Text Dale 777777 for more info. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a beautiful spot there. Big Ben's Bible Bunch. Am I reading that correctly? I mean, he paid us to say it, so we said it. Uh, Big Ben's Bible Belt Bunch. You can you can message Dale if, you, if you're interested about it, I guess. Um, they seem like a real, well, they seem like maybe they're human. 
All right, that's all we need here. Um, let's move on then to the uh, week one review, ladies and gentlemen. Week one of the, uh, the NFL season is in the books. And what I think we're going to do this week for all you guys out there in listener land is review our matchups mm. from last week. Mm. And I'm afraid, ladies and gentlemen, I have to break it to you. Your favorite host on this show, The Doc, sadly, tragically lost his week one matchup against Nico, and it was not even close. Final score, 123 to 162. Nico with the highest score of the week, and honestly, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Is this Niku peaking too early? Probably. He always peaks pretty early. Kamish and I played a game against each other, and it was 137 for Kaka, 134 for Doksa. One on a last-second field goal. The only field goal this scrub hit all day. Goskowski. Kamish, you could take you. What do you think about the game? Horrible beat to me. Absolutely horrible. However, if John lost, it would have, would have also been horrible. It would to have him. been about the same score. Yeah, um, we both scored very highly. Yeah. So regardless of the result, I'm happy with how my team played. But anyway, you slice it. I'm pissed off yeah. that uh, Lindsay he didn't come back for the second half. That was an absolute killer. That was he, unfortunate. He had two runs. From the two to score a touchdown in the first that half, would've which would have sealed it. Probably won it, yeah. All right, what about Andrew? How did your matchup go? Um, well, I played against Martin, the uh, rookie debut, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for him, I had to hand him a loss. It was, I mean, 130 to 120. Um, we went into the final day relatively even, and it was the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense against Saquon Barkley. Yeah, right. And Saquon Barkley, we all know he's a stud. I was worried. I was thinking he was going to drop 20, 25 points. But I think he rushed for eight yards that day. Yeah. It was insane. It was he had minus yards yeah. for most of the game. Big Ben. Obviously start with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, had more. More yards. Yeah, had more more yards rushing, rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Which is crazy. Um, I always expected the Steelers' D to do very well, but I just did not expect Barkley to be bottled up like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Martin, yeah, it was just a bit down from Saquon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's always good to get a win. 130 points is kind of what you're shooting for nowadays. Yeah. That's the benchmark, yeah. I think. Yeah. And that is like the average, right? So you're actually shooting for somewhere about 135 to 145. That's a good performance. That that's, should get oh, yeah, you a good. win. Like a yeah. 135 to 145 should get you. If you do that every week, you're going to get a win. Let's go over these other games. We have uh, Rut Row, who has, <laughs> I think he's become North Korean or something, looking at his picture. Yeah, his picture is literally Kim Jong-un's sister, right? Yeah, and uh, for edification, if that is, I mean, he doesn't own Fournette, but sure, Ian. Uh, <laughs> Ian beat Mike, smacked him 130 to 81, wasn't close. And obviously, we all know what happened. Um, Michael Thomas did get injured, but even before that, in that game, did not have a big game. Uh, and then A.J. Brown has been uh, injured as well this week. And Cor- Marlon Mack. And Marlon Mack obviously went down. It, it's been a rough week one for I think Mike, Mike and Rutrow, this is either a turning point. Yeah, it could go either way. Um, the other games, we have Chicken Dinner, which is Dale Squad versus Bagoa. Huge score. Uh, yeah. Huge score from Dale, second highest in the week. 
146. 146, yeah. which 146 is going to get you a win almost every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost every You'd week. You'd be happy with that. But obviously, he had Clyde with, Edwards Hilaire, which is a, a big one. With the, Baker Mayfield only getting 10, though, and yeah. he's still mm-hmm. got 146. That's yeah. impressive. Mm. Um, I Again, I don't think that uh, Andrews is always going to score 20 points no. as the tight end or that Mostert's always going to get 23, no. No. which the majority of Mostert's points came on one play. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a good game from him. Bridgewater had a good game. Again, Bagoa just, you know, it didn't come through. I think he, he might, have, might have had a bit of a trouble in the tight end spot for him. It's hard to make up if one person scores 25 points at tight end and the other one gets one. Yeah. Hard to win. Mm. And the last game was returning champion Brian Big Bro Wilson. Lowest scoring game of the week. Yeah, kind of a ho hum affair yeah. that the toilet bowl. Yeah, yeah, pretty much against Shibby, and neither one of them looked particularly good. Yeah. Um, but Brian gets the win in this one with 113 points. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. that's got to be what was that the fourth lowest score of the week? Yeah, that's not. That was the third lowest yeah. score of the week. Actually, that's not going to get you a lot of wins. At all this year, I think. Probably one of the luckiest wins of the year for yeah. Big Brother Wilson. Yeah. Big Bro Wilson. got Better tighten up. And uh, that's our week one recap of scores. And, um, yeah, now we have Red Rum at the top. Niku, but I think he's peaked too early. I think Niku's peaked way too early. It was obviously one hell of a week for Niku, yeah. and, and my team did not perform. Galladay's out. He had that huge week from the Ravens' defense. I, once again, Commission, I'm sorry for bringing this up. Against that Cleveland Brown team that really looked, uh, it looks like they were playing a different sport almost. Mm-hmm. It was a completely different league yeah. that the Ravens were in. It was not good. It, it must have been tough to watch. Did you watch the game, Commission? No, I, I did watch it. And as hard as it was to watch as a Browns fan, I was equally as impressed with Lamar Jackson. Yes, he is on my team, but I would rather he didn't do that against the Browns. He was, he was sensational. Yeah, it, it, you know, Lamar's thought of as a running quarterback, and he he's a great running quarterback. But those throws for touchdowns he made, and every, he was so efficient. I mean, he, he, he was he was he was incredible. He did lead the league in touchdown passes last he did. year. So yep. I mean, like yep. I, I think his throwing has gotten much better since his rookie year. I think he just keeps getting better. Yeah. That team is just hard to beat. It, the one thing I would worry about if I was a Mahomes or a Jackson owner is that they beat the teams by so much that you're like they kind of caps what they can get because they're going to start running the ball or they're going to switch them out. That's the only thing because those two teams are... As opposed are, to a Stafford as, kind of who's got, who's character always throw, or who Rogers needs to catch or up all Matt the time. Ryan who's like always behind by three touchdowns. Right. Um, it's a That's good problem. It's a have. good problem, yeah. yeah. That your team is so good, and by extension, yeah. you are so, so good. So you're usually going to get your – you're always going to hit your mark. Um, but, like, you know, maybe not the 40-point games, but they'll probably get a couple of yeah. those. Yeah, if they've got to that they'll point to where they're two, that yeah. far in the lead, yeah. they will have already yeah, scored 25 30 points. Yeah, I think they would have scored 30, 30 points. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be happy with 30, yeah. obviously. One other thing from my matchup, if I may. Uh, we can all go around and talk about individual players from your matchup if you have any particular grievance or whatever. DeAndre Hopkins, ladies and gentlemen. 14 receptions. 14 receptions, 151 yards, 22 fantasy points, and a half-point PPR. I said it all all offseason. He's going to be good this year. Do you think that's going to be 
His, his baseline? Not a base. Obviously, that's not a baseline. Do you think that's going to be an average? I think that's going to be at the top end. No, I think that's going to be, yeah. That's one of the best yeah. games going to have all year. Yeah. But he's going to catch 8 to 12 passes a week, average. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And when well, he starts getting to touched, 12, average. So he caught, 8 to 12 is going to be his average. He, he caught, what, 15 this week? 15 uh, 14. passes? 14. 14. Okay, and how four, many targets? Uh, 16. Yeah, f- yeah. Th- that's pretty efficient. Yeah. 14 is going to be hard to get every week, right? Yeah. But 8 to 12, yeah, I see him getting 8 to 12. Yeah, and if he, if he, that was without any touchdowns. If he can pop in a few touchdowns. Yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's... His quarterback currently is Kyler Murray. His quarterback previously was Deshaun Watson. They're both pretty similar. I, I don't know why he wouldn't put up similar numbers yeah. to with Deshaun Watson. I, I think they're pretty I, I, similar. Yeah, I, and, yeah. and Watson has finished as the number one yeah. wide receiver in the past. Yeah. Uh, I think so. any talk of DeAndre Hopkins regressing because of going crazy. to mm. the, the uh, Cardinals is mm. stupid. Now, yeah, yeah. has been proved to be false. Yeah, yeah. Th- this sure. won't it's be... still only week one, but yeah. I don't think this will be his biggest week, though, because he had no touchdowns. Yeah, once he starts getting it's touchdowns, all... On 10 receptions or whatever. If he gets 10 mm-hmm. rece- receptions mm-hmm. and a touchdown, mm-hmm. he's suddenly maybe in a better position than even this week. So Yeah. And I see him getting 8, 9, 10, 11 pretty regularly. He would week. be in that area of a certain person called Devontae Adams, yeah. which is another player that what I think have? we could bring up 14 right now. 14 touches? Sure. H- how did Devontae do for you this week, Kamish? Uh, he scored, what, 35? 34 points. 34 points. Now, it would have been nice last year if he did it. I'll just say that. But, yes, 17 targets. Very efficient. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, 156 yards. He's not a big yards per catch guy, but I'll take it. Neither if, is Hopkins, if, if you ca- Exactly. Neither they're, is Hopkins. They're very similar in that regard. They're not, super f- they're not burners. Yeah. But the two touchdowns, I mean... That's the difference maker. Yeah, the the touchdowns are big for for, for Adams. He's always been a a touchdown guy. Yeah, yeah. But he he hasn't he's ever had over a thousand yards only once, once I year. believe. Yeah, just last year. Not last year. The year before. Two what, years ago. Two years ago. I uh, think when he but scored, he was always a touchdown guy. When he scored fifteen touchdowns, he didn't get a thousand yards. It was like nine hundred and eighty-nine. Okay, yeah, it was very close. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a great game by him. I mean, that was a great game by the Packers, really. Terrifying. Oh, a terrifying game, honestly. And if I may interject... Shit quarterback, by the way. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. My my win was down to my two quarterbacks. Uh, Rodgers, obviously, having a huge game, 30 points, four touchdowns, 370 yards. Cam Newton, first game back. Obviously, there's injury worries in the future, but 75 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Yep. If he can do half of that on a weekly basis and get a bit of the throwing game going, I'll be very happy as my second QB. I think if he's healthy, the run game is almost guaranteed. Yep. I think the issue is the passing game. Yeah. Uh, he obviously had Edelman for, I think, what, 55 yards, five receptions. Something yeah, he like had about that. 180 yards, like 15 completions for 180 yards. Yeah, yeah. which I guess you'll take. If, if the if the rushing touchdown is the there. there. And, and, and the, the game script, again, we talk about game script. It was just quite simple and easy for them against Miami. Uh, against Miami. They just slowly roll it down the field and then let Cam run it in. Is that He's going to have to throw it downfield at some point. Uh-huh. Um, Fair I, enough. I think, yeah, for my matchup, if we're all going to give our star player, I guess. I mean... With Commission I, it was pretty much a tale of positions. 
So Kamisha's wide receivers vastly outperformed mine. Um, but I held tight at the tight end, and my running backs kind of matched Devontae Adams. And the running back is Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Three mm. touchdowns, 139 yards. That looks like looks looks like he has a chance to be the number one overall running back this year. A chance. Possible. Possible. Yeah. Mm. Um, he looked good. He looked mean. He was running hard. Uh, and I Catching. think that was like, that did save me this week. If he didn't do that to match Devontae Adams, obviously I would have lost. Uh, but didn't Ian come on and say that they signed Richard to catch yeah. those passes? Oh, yeah. Uh, they signed Richard, and it didn't matter because Jacobs in open space catching the ball was amazing. Yeah. This just amazing. said, ladies and gentlemen, do not give a shit about yeah. Richard when you're yeah. RB1 is Josh Jacobs. One of the best RBs four, in the league. Now, four catches for 46 yards. That is what I... We've talked about this before. If your lead running back, if you're looking for a running back one, they need to have, f- at minimum, four catches a week. Average, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that would give you about 60. 60 oh, a little bit, yeah, 60 or a little bit over 60 mm-hmm. for the year, which is, that's RB1 all day, yep. especially with the rushing. So, yeah, I'm happy with Jacobs so far. Um but yeah, again, there was a lot of close games this week, and uh, it's good that football is back. Now we're going to look ahead at the Week 2 preview matches, yeah. which have started in some cases. Yeah, so obviously we're recording this, ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday evening, so we've already had the privilege of watching the Browns defeat the Cincinnati Bengals. It's beautiful. And that wraps up episode 15. Commission, I'd like to thank you for joining us again. Commission, anything what? you want to say before you go to our loyal listeners and fellow League managers. Browns rule. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the dog pound speaks. Keep on going deep, folks. Obviously start with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um